0: Prime time, got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.
1: We live and direct on a Wednesday Raw my Live is here people Raw Mind Live is here and I got my guy Cortland Mr. The Halftime Show but we ain't doing halftime today we doing all four quarters here we go that's what they say you know the saying hit my music you're on time to talk sports with raw mind. Game day, who plays with updates of all kinds. From fresh
0: box to sideline. Who got cut, who got signed? Who's flush when it's crunch time? The starting lineup for the pine? These athletes compete some without even trying. You want a championship, you gotta grind. When them bright lights shine, and this game go nine. They gon' cover the story, not quite like wine. Exclusive interviews, dudes plug like Mike Line. He's got the inside scoop of why, who got fine? Prime, time, got the game statistic. I could say, you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now, Raw Mind Sports covered the distance. Front row, that's close, like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen.
1: This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition people. We are back. We are live. Raw Mine live on a Wednesday. We got my guy Cortland Griffin, which I absolutely just introduced right then. But here we go. Cortland, you can introduce yourself is what Jay-Z oh, said. Man, y'all know now. what We're it is, introduced. man.
2: Hey, you know what? It's different being on Ryan's show, man. Raw Thoughts, man. It's Raw Thoughts, Raw Sports, man. Because uh, <laughs> he made me have to step my game up with the with with the presentation, man. I got to, you know what I'm saying? But y'all can find me on the Halftime Show. Y'all see it by the name, man. I'm just happy to be on the show, bro
1: but with that being said, man, we'll go ahead and start. Shout out to my guy Phil Lampra. Phil Lamprey in the PHP, Eastern North Carolina. You know he does insurance free consultations all across the country it doesn't matter if he's face to face with you or we can set up a zoom he can make something happen right away and check you out you know he also deals with finances retirement, trying to help put your family in a situation to be better than where you were from yesterday with that being said give him a call 919-738-1507 919-738-1507 use the promo code raw mind use the promo code raw mind and he'll have a great surprise i don't know which one it is but it's gonna be a raw surprise. With that being said, Corlin, let's let's get into this NFL right now, and it's a lot of raw thoughts here, man. Um, it's a sad day. It's a sad day. It's Tom Brady' career over. I'm gonna say yes, man. I'm gonna say it's done. Um, for the first time,
2: and I know people are gonna look at the numbers, they're gonna look at his stats, and they're gonna say like, man, maybe you know he he's not playing horrible, but when we when you have established the the standard of a Tom Brady uh, that that has over the years set the precedent that he set. We've seen this happen. Drew Brees didn't look horrible his last year in the NFL by any stretch of the imagination. He looked like he could still play another one or two years, but he went on ahead and called it a career. I don't think Tom, I think Tom Brady has reached that level in his career where he doesn't look bad. He looks like he can still play maybe one or two years, but it may be better to move on and allow that team to maybe explore um, you know, another quarterback and, and kind of grow, you know, post Brady than it is to keep holding that team back and, and still trying to go out there and try out there and get it done.
1: Yeah, for me, um, Tom Brady should have left when they won the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. That 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 was it. Career should have been done. Legacy. Let's leave out on top. Not trying to keep coming back, being greedy, you know. Tom Brady felt like he played, and at this time, you know, let's be real, I don't think no quarterback in the NFL has played to 45 years old, close to 50. And well, the, court, the rules haven't changed. Far no, far away. We're talking about 42. Like yeah, somewhere in that lane. And I might be wrong, but what I'm for, but the legacy and for me, Brett Favre shouldn't play that long. That's a whole nother story. Yeah. He ain't had nowhere near the Super Bowls that um tom brady has right. nowhere near just one he has six more to him so for me i think he should have just went on and let it go this team is not the same this team also needs their floor their general tom brady on the field to be focused right now i know people say playoffs they still may win the nfc north and i gonna be i mean the nfc south nfc south and i feel like this at this rate, who knows? I can't even say that right now. It may be a yeah. shocker, but the Falcons may get a couple of wins and may yeah. shock the world. The hey, Saints right Yeah. Right right top five pick, yeah. They're, they're doing enough while Tom Brady is not doing nothing in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So for me, I think he should retire once he won that Super Bowl. And now he's really, really, really going through a midlife crisis. Like when I say midlife crisis, he's going through a lot – He's going through a lot right now at this moment. Wife, family. And I'm I can pretty, I'm pretty sure that could be very, very stressful. Trying to focus on football, also trying to focus on the family outside of football, making sure everything is intact in order when you get home, whenever you get home. However, you know, you've been playing football for all your life, just about. And now you're focusing on wins and losses, but you're winning and losing at home too, right now. Well thoughts. You got tons of money. You're gonna be a guy who's gonna live well the rest of your life. My point is. Giselle probably wanted him home. Things are not going right. Now, that's too much on a plate. Like, his shoulders and head is super heavy. And I would say it shouldn't be heavy if he retired once yeah. he won that Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. But that's I'm what gonna I got.
2: Say, I'm going to say this, Ryan. I know people want to say it was Alice Guerrero who was his, you know, TB12 workout program guy and everything. Right? Mm-hmm. That was keeping him youthful. I ain't going to lie right, to you. Right. I think it was Giselle the whole time. It just, seem, it just seems like it's kind of funny how... All of a sudden, Tom Brady is hitting a decline with him and Gisele on the rocks, and now his players on the rocks. Maybe it was Giselle the whole time.
1: Whew. With that being said, we're going to move to another quarterback right here, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got his money, his favorite target last season, got his money in Las Vegas. At this point, I don't know who winning. I don't think they winning this with the bag in the pocket. What do we got to say about the Green Bay Packers right now and Aaron Rodgers at the floor? those
2: uh he's another guy that i think might this might be his last year whether it be in green bay or whether it be um you know what i'm saying in the league it's just it's just funny to me how I, I gave him so much praise on multiple shows like even my own show. I gave him so much praise i said it's aaron Rodgers. he's one of the few guys that i felt like can go out on the field and make any target look good because we've seen aaron Rodgers do it you know what i mean like before we've seen him create guys we've seen him make guys look great but it seems like after Devonte Adams, you know, Devontae Adams departs, and he's kind of catching back on in Vegas now. Um, but Aaron Rodgers is on the rocks, and whether it be because that division is getting better, or whether it's the you know Aaron Rodgers is not is getting older, it it's kind of seems like he's not the same guy. Throws that he would have normally made um, routinely a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. The 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 signature you know get you to flinch. And throw a bomb downfield and this on target touchdown kind of passes those those miraculous kind of throws that only Aaron Rodgers seems to have been able to make. He's not making them this year. And, you know, I, to me, it, it kind of seems like they made the smart decision drafting Jordan Love, you know, what I'm saying as a contingency plan. But maybe they made that move
1: two or three years a little too early. Somebody ahead of time with some HTTC. I'm assuming hell to the commanders. Me. Commanders, excuse yeah. me. I, think I can't <laughs> say that no more. Lord <laughs> Jesus, whoever it might be, because I have so many familiar Commander fans that are like yeah. following me, so I can't <laughs> guess which one. It could be my guy, Tim. It could be my guy, um, <laughs> T-State. I don't know. It could be my uncle. I don't know. <laughs> All I know is I got some Commander fans. It could be one of my best friends, Eric Dunn. I call him e Dunn. I don't know. Whoever it is, is what I say. Claim your name, because apparently you' <laughs> the on YouTube watching this or something like that. Because I didn't see it. But uh, so with that being said, for me, isn't it amazing to see how everybody said, no matter what Aaron Rodgers has around him, he can do anything. He can be amazing. He can do whatever it is to get a W, no matter what the team is. When they decided to part ways or not actually give um Adams his money right away. Oh, that's fine. Aaron Rodgers got it. Aaron Rodgers knew at that very moment. His importance was him getting the bag. He may not get a Super Bowl. I know he's not playing long enough to catch up with Tom Brady to get six Super Bowls. This team right here, who knows what this team is going to do. I said earlier in the season, I thought the Minnesota Vikings were going to be the team that's going to come out of the NFC North. And right now with this, this group of people, Detroit, Chicago, and Green Bay, the Vikings might really come out this division easily. And it may not be a wild card that comes out this division. We'll see. This is the situation of Aaron Rodgers, I want my cake and eat it too, but I also want to win. Like, yep. And you know you can't get both, no, but you're trying either. to get both. Right, right. So his whole situation is just in a bad uh, it's it's just a bad situation. It's a it's a bad situation for him. And I think and he made a bad make-
2: decision by forcing their hand in the offseason to make to pay him. And Devontae Adams needed his back. Like it's a it was a couple of receivers. Like we saw receivers leave their franchises that they have won games with, won championships with, or whatever, or had the most success with, and go elsewhere to get the money. And I think Devontae Adams was happy in Green Bay. I don't think he really wanted to leave Green Bay. As much as I said it the year prior, I was like, man, he might leave and go to to Vegas to be with Derek Carr. I was like, in in the back of my mind, I was like, but he may not leave Aaron Rodgers because that team has been so successful for so long with him and that guy, number 12. But then it's like Aaron Rodgers – I'm retiring. I don't know. I might leave. I don't know. I'm building a house in Nashville. He's flirting with the Titans. He's he's flirting with the Denver. Uh, so you're Marcos. trying to say right
1: now on Raw Mind Sports that he's flirting with the Titans? You think A Rod could be in that? No, I'm saying in the offseason. got a uh, no, house say, in Nashville himself. I'm saying in the offseason. Well, I'm saying in
2: the offseason. This past offseason. He was flirting with the Tennessee Titans. The Titans were flirting with a trade. The Broncos was flirting with that, you know, flirting with the Green Bay Packers with a trade. It kind of seemed like he was going – he could land in either place. And then he finally gets his bag. I think they re- or re-upped his contract this year. But then at the at what cost? You lost your best target. And now he's in Vegas, right. and now you're looking bad and you looking old. So I kind of feel like he made the wrong decision. Um, and they kind of talked about this on the Sports Arena shots, those guys over on the Sports Arena. They talked about this last night or the night before when um, they were talking about uh had, was the front office to blame for Green Bay. I think it's I think it's part and parcel. Aaron Rodgers and the front office made some really bad decisions and moves that allowed Devontae Adams to be moved to Las Vegas and get his bag, and that was, you know, and adversely is affecting the product that's being put out on the field.
1: And yeah, I can agree with that. And that was my guy T State, man. T State, how you doing, champ? Man, I apologize. I didn't know because I didn't see your name come up there. So I didn't know if that was you or not. So, <laughs> next subject, man, and this is a heartfelt subject. It makes you want to cry, you know. And I'ma just go ahead and go with the raw thoughts. By San Francisco 49ers, the blanketed the back behind me. They got thumped. I have a lot to say, pillow layers back, but they got thumped. Dude, the 49ers. Would they be how would they be if the 49ers win the division, the NFC West, and would they do anything in the playoffs if they get in the door? Um,
2: so I, I think we have to look at two things, right? When we when we talk about teams getting thumped, who was the competition that you got thumped by? And Can- right, Kansas City, right? One of the top three teams in the NFL. The best quarterback in the league, no matter how much you want how much how you want to cut it, Patrick Mahomes is is number one um, in the league. You know what I'm saying? Not he, just a Herbert. No, not just a Herbert. <laughs> Herbert five, Herbert top five for me, but he he ain't the best. Uh, shout out to my guy Real Leo though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it, it, I think you have to look at that. Like they got thumped. yeah, forty four to twenty three, right? Like that's a, that's a that's a thumping. That's a that's a butt whooping, right? But also, let's look at who they beat up on. The Rams, they don't beat up. They don't beat up on some teams, right? So with some good defenses and some pretty good talent out there, so they you get that's the NFL nature. Of the like, uh, nature of the game is give one, you gotta be able to take one too. It's gonna happen. Look at who won the Super Bowl last year. The Titans. I'm a Titans fan. Everybody know I love my Tennessee. I'm telling my tombstone blue boys, right? We went into L.A. in the SoFi Stadium and put a, a spanking on Thursday Night Football. Put a spanking on the Los Angeles Rams last year. What they do? They marched right on up. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> marched and won and won a Super Bowl. So you can't take these games. It's a week by week, any given Sunday kind of game. What would they do when they get into the playoffs? You got Christian McCaffrey. See that guy? What? Another what? Eleven weeks, ten weeks to to get acclimated to the offense. He's clearly a top, uh, the the best running back on that roster. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I, I think he still be. He'll still be there. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been there, done that before. You got. Debo Samuel, you get what I'm saying? Like you got guys, you got weapons, you got Kittle. It, it, that defense is still good. Javon Kinlaw and them boys out there, I don't think it's a problem right now. I think they just got they they got caught on, a, on on by a good team on the right week. You know what I'm saying? And so when they get to the playoffs, you gotta beat them. You have to beat them. It's not you, it's not gonna be an easy matchup. You gotta beat the 49ers. Last year, the, the the Rams had to beat the 49ers It wasn't a, a trounce and it wasn't easy They had to beat them boys So you can't go out there and be like Well they got beat by the 49ers in week 5 So it's going to be easy in the playoffs You can't do that
1: No and I agree with that And that's the thing like with me man um, Bad as I took that beating Bad as I did not want to see them get dumped Like like really bro, thoughts. Who wants to see that team get dumped that bad But it happens And for me I look at the entire roster, it was a lot of players out on defense. I mean, offense line, you got Trent Williams back, you know, offense, but the offense never been the, the bread and butter lately for some reason, which is crazy. That the defense has been anchoring. This team has built defense first stops. The thing that I have a problem with sometimes, like we play so much conservative football run, run, run. We have a lot of talent. You got Debo Sam, you got Brandon IU, you got Christian McCaffrey right now. Wilson, if you're not fumbling, is pretty good. Um, you got the slot receiver, you know, Ray Ray could do a little bit. Um, offense line-wise could be better, but at the same time, you know, you're trying to match point for point for point. I don't think the 49ers, even with the star power they have, can match point for point because Jimmy Garoppolo is not a quarterback that's gonna throw, throw, throw. Right. It was times though. The first 14 plays or seven plays, they dominated the line of scrimmage from running. And then the 49ers went past happy for what reason, I don't know. They could have uh, what I've learned is that. When a team is blitzing, you can run the ball on them. They may be a good blitzing team. They may not be a good run-stopping team. Or you throw screen passes to keep that blitz from coming. And Kansas City did it the entire night. They had different disguises in it, but they blitzed the entire night. And what happens sometimes you blitz any quarterback, especially a guy like Jimmy G, he's just going to throw it out there anyway instead of them just setting up plays like screen pass, screen game, things like that. Well, most of the time me,
2: with Spagnolo too, you got look. That's a Steve Spagnolo defense. When you rushing, and most time with Spagnolo, he's gonna bring it from one side to the other. He's gonna right. overload on one side. He did it in New York, and it worked in New York. He tried it in L.A., and it worked for a little bit, but it got him up out of there. It's easy to run against a blitzing team, like you said, because gap discipline doesn't always. They're not always filling all those
1: gaps, right? So right. When you block it up right, and a guy hits that that, that cutback lane, it's over. <laughs> and that's what. I think the running game was doing very well and they completely went away from it. This was the one game. If the 49ers want to be conservative, you don't like that conservative style of play, this was the one game the 49ers could have been super conservative. Run the ball, run the ball, keep number 15 off the field. Yeah. Because no matter what deepest you got, and by the way, the 49ers are beat up brutally bad on defense. Brutally bad. Had a few players, not a lot. And they was ranked number one in the NFL in a lot of things. Second in pass breakups, defensive plays. Um. <laughs> So Ralph thoughts. Can't daddy do his podcast. This is raw thoughts. It's <laughs> but uh so for me, you know, I felt like the 49ers, you know, should have did the little things that just kept it conservative and then trying to keep them 15 off. For, for me, on this part, I'm gonna end it. The 49ers will be fine, like Colin Cower said the other day on his show on Fox. 49ers are dealing with distressed, stressed out Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, defense looking bad and no receivers, dealing with an inexperienced Jalen Hurts, although Philly's playing well and they just got a big pickup. A quarterback that hasn't been in the playoffs to be experienced. They're dealing with a Rams team that just truly beat up. I don't know what the Rams are. Mm-hmm. I don't see the Rams coming back. The Super Bowl so, hangover. Right, and I think the 49ers can still win the NFC West. Even with Seattle playing, they have their number. The 49ers are in the best situation. The Dallas Cowboys are playing good on a rushing standpoint, but also people don't understand it. The Dallas Cowboys are ranked 30th against the Rams. What do the 49ers do? They run the football. So if they play against it, that's still a bad matchup for the Cowboys in the playoffs. The Giants are playing good off a few mental mistakes from other teams, and they're 6-1. We can't take 6-1 away. I'm just not so on that entire team going to the playoffs, right, no right. matter what, beating somebody. But Danny, Danny Dimes against 49ers defense, I helped the 49ers he ain't going to work. The 49ers for me, Ralph name being biased. If everything is playing out like it is right now and it stays like this the 49ers keep winning, and if they start back winning again with everything playing in the NFC, the 49ers will be in the Super Bowl this year in the NFC. The question is, what they're going to play against <laughs> could be a problem. But I feel like the 49ers healthy. The NFC is not as great as it, as it should be. I just feel like the 49ers have a perfect role to get to the Super Bowl all day, although they got thumped by Kansas City. Um, oh, and by the way, for my, another word for my sponsor, shout out to Essential Collections. Essential Collections by Monica Reyes. Her website is www.essentialcollections.square.site. By the way, Courtland, she has a lot of products she ships, she can delivered, but for you, in another state, she got to ship it to you. So, with oh, that being said, man. they have Christmas gifts, they have kids' gifts, they have gifts for your wife, your woman, your lover, whatever it is male or female products, good handmade products that are handmade by yours truly, Monica Reese. With that being said, use the promo code RAWMINE, this promo code Mine, and you'll get a 15% discount on all products. And with that being <laughs> said, the young one left the building. So, now let's go to <laughs> Will Kansas City or Buffalo represent the AFC the Super Bowl?
2: So, um, I'm going to stick with my pick from the preseason. I'm going to stick with it. I got to stay 10 toes down on it. It's the Buffalo Bills for me. Um, Josh Allen, I think, has found it out. this. He's figured it out this year. And barring some kind of poor performance, just, just abysmal performance, he's the MVP this year. Um, I know Jalen Hurts is out there. Uh, doing big things. I know there are a couple of other guys that are having you know really good performances this year at the quarterback position. But when I look at this team, and the makeup and how they're built, uh, the defense plays well. They still rush the passes. Uh, one of the best you know pass rushing teams in the NFL. They stop the run. But you know I mean they're pretty aggressive on that back end. Uh, you know they, they get stops on that back end. Justin uh, Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde, Nose boys over there. Uh Tre'Davious White and those guys—they—they—they they, they get to the ball. They—they they stop receivers. So they're—they're they're a complete defense. That offense, Gabe Davis is a is a monster, mind you. <laughs> that dude is a beast for it. as a wide receiver number two. He's probably one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver number two in the NFL. Um, who else, man? Trayvon Diggs. I mean, need I say more? He might be the top, one of the top three, if not the top three, number three uh, receiver in the league. Uh, as a number one. They, they got it all, man. Uh, the only thing they don't have is a running back that's that's solid, right? And, you know what I mean? They could they could possibly – I mean, but it's been serviceable for them this year. So, uh, it's the Buffalo
1: Bills for me. Man, I'm mm-hmm. going to just leave this question as, may the best person win. That's my raw thoughts on that. May the best person win. My next topic is, would the Dallas Cowboys fail again? Everybody's talking about their rise and how they've been playing with Cooper Rush today. Only allowed six points to Detroit Lions, who at one time was leading the NFL in scoring. Although their record says different, um, will the Dallas Cowboys fail again? Um, will they fail?
2: <laughs> it's the Cowboys. It's hard to say no, uh, but it's hard to say yes, right? We saw them have with a magical uh run, an unconventional run in 2016 when they had a rookie a quarterback in Dak Prescott and a rookie um running back. And Z, right? Like we saw that a magical run. And if they didn't run into a meat grinder against, you know, I mean, an experienced quarterback in Aaron Rodgers who just pulled one out of his butt like he normally does, Mm -hmm. uh, we may be having a different conversation about those three, those two or three guys. Dez Bryant is possibly still a cowboy if that, you know, I mean, if they don't lose that game. So um, will they fail? I don't know. It depends on the quarterback play. We saw them play well with Cooper Rush and that defense stepped up big time. Uh, CD Lamb. He's got to get more consistent. Um, he has games where he looks like, you know what I mean, the first-round receiver <laughs> that he's been.
1: <laughs> My man off video. Yeah, I can't Aye. say that. I just got through talking about that thumping a few minutes
2: right. ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, we see C.D. Lamb, he looks like a first-round receiver in some games. In some games, he looks like a dude who forgot where his hands are. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, will they fail again? The way the NFC is set up, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be there. The Giants are going to be there. If the Cowboys are there, it's hard for me to see them going through and having that having that tough of a road to beat those particular teams. Like you said, your 49ers could they, uh, could be there. Uh, the Vikings are going to be there, right? If, if everything, you know what I mean, goes, like you said, the rate that's going away in the, uh, in the NFL right now, the, the Vikings are going to be there, the Giants are going to be there, the Eagles are going to be there, the 49ers are going to be there. So do I see the Cowboys beating any of those four teams? No. So, if that's a failure, then, yeah, they'll fail again. Yeah,
1: they're they going to fail. I don't even know what they'll say about that. I don't even know what they'll say about that. <laughs> My next question is, it's back to the 49ers real quick, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a different question. Should the 49ers mm-hmm. address the fields over Lance?
2: No. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that Bears fans right now will take Trey Lance uh, over Justin Fields right now. Um, and it's you know I mean and it's sad to say that because I like both of them. If you go back through my you know media or whatever, uh you look at my my draft board and everything, I had Trey Lance as a Steve McNair clone. I like I love that dude. I love what he brings to the table. Um I think Shanahan made the wrong decision. He made a decision, he kind of made a uh he made a Mike Shanahan like decision. He decided to try to play to the guy's strength instead of playing to keep your guy healthy, uh, Trey Lance is a big body dude. I think he's like two hundred and thirty pounds somewhere in there, six foot four, two hundred and thirty pounds somewhere in there. He's a big dude. He's athletic. He can run. We know he has legs, but he has an arm. It's not like he can't make NFL throws. They made design. When you do design runs, you run the risk of doing what exactly what happened, and that's losing your guy for the season to a freak injury. Um, but as of right now, man, Justin Fields had a game where. They should have beat the Commanders. It was no question. They're more talented than the Commanders. They're better built than the Commanders. He had wide open receivers. It was one game where David I think it was one play in that game where David Montgomery is wide open in the flat. 5 yards from the end zone. He he walks in if Justin Fields just turns his head and throws it and throws it to him. Right? But he's he's tunnel vision. He looks he's looking one direction and that's the same issue that he had at Ohio State when he came out. Um so, no, nah, I don't I don't think they should have drafted uh, Justin Fields. Unless you're looking at the durability, then okay. But if you're looking at talent, then Trey Lance is your guy going forward for the next nine to ten years. Justin Fields might be out of the league in that time.
1: And for me, it's like, for me, I go different. It's a win now, um, win now NFL. Like you were saying earlier, you know, Kyle Shanahan wants to run things designed for the player. I really think he would never ran a design run for Justin Fields on one of those plays. I think Justin Fields is kind of more ready now. And the reason why I say that is I'm looking at the NFL now and I'm looking at teams who won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Most of these teams have really, but well, some teams have gotten rid of their future picks to win now. The Rams did it luckily, got lucky, but it mm-hmm. almost almost cost them good. Jaquees Tarts makes the interception, but these teams are Going to win now, and I guess they're not like risking it on guys who they may think can play, who can and cannot play. It's like a hit and miss compared to experience. That's what Russell Wilson, although he's been playing terrible this season, that's why the Broncos went in on Russell Wilson because they can get Aaron Rodgers because they had a guy they already knew had, had some familiarity with. Right, and he's been playing in the fair. And he's a Super Bowl winning champion, regardless of the Legion of Boom or not. He he was still a he's still a Super Bowl winning champion, so you knew that. I think the, the Broncos have dealt with draft after draft after draft, not getting the right quarterback. This really drove them crazy. So they went with some experience. The 49ers, I felt like Justin Fields, this is a win now team. It can't wait for the future. Can't wait for later. Cause a lot of these, you got a few players that are, I mean, Debo probably be there. We don't know how long Kittle got. Bosa coming up with a huge contract. Are you going to ask for some money? I don't know how much. You know, defensive players are going to ask for money year after year. I know we all – the thing with the draft for us is good is that we can build through the draft with D-tackle picks. But those players like the quarterback, things like that, we may not have those guys around, the quarterback we want to get, because most of those quarterbacks might be going out the door. And I'm not saying we can't get lucky and get a key draft pick when it comes to quarterback. I think Justin Fields fit, fit the team for the next two years. Now he could, like you said, he could be out. The next five, six years. But the team that they have now, with the players they have now, is winning now. I know Trey Lance would have been a guy who could be really good. He may be good next season. That's right. But for now, we're stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo. I just don't think Shanahan runs that design run with Justin Fields. He kind of lets him kind of play it out. But that's just my raw thoughts. My next topic, and by the way, for my next topic, All-Star Sports, ACCS, give them a call. 252 231 or visit the website, allstarsportsacc.com. Man, Miss Jackie has a lot of apparel. It don't matter where your team is at in the country. She can ship it to you. You can come in the store live or wherever you need she has it. She can do the same. And trust me, at an affordable price. Use a promo code RAWMIND. Use promo RAWMIND and you'll get a 15% discount on all sports apparel. We're the Titans. Win the AFC South. Oh, is that a question? Is Ooh! that a question? Um, I mean, yeah,
2: look at look at here's the thing, right? And this is what this is in my wheelhouse. I'm glad you put this in my kitchen, man. I'm gonna put it right back in yours. Um so when you look at the way this team is built, last year we were the number one overall seed. Yes, I said we, if you didn't know, I'm a Titans fan. Um number one overall seed, twelve and five record. Most inj- most uh, players started, you know, um, and, and most injuries. We set a record. So this year, Cal Phillips just got put on IR. Traylon Burks, your first round draft pick, just got put on uh, is on IR. Won't be back till week ten. Ryan Tannehill is still getting it done. Uh, they just swept their, their biggest competition in the division in the Colts. The other two teams in the division, the Houston uh, Houston Texans and the Jag- uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, are both losing teams right now. There's no question in my mind that this team wins the AFC South. My question is is what do we do when we get like you said about your 49ers? What do we do when we get to the playoffs against the Buffalo, against the Kansas City, against the um who else is in the AFC, uh, uh, AFC that, that Baltimore that's Angeles Chargers. Man, Bal- yeah, Baltimore Bengals or Chargers. The Bengals. Like, what do we do when we get to the playoffs and we have to face one of those teams with 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 offenses that can't just be are not one dimensional. That can't be stocked with just a simple grit and grind mentality. You actually got a game plan. You are, you actually have to have talent that can get it done. That's my question. But the AFC South right now, even if we split the next two matchups, right, which is against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans, if we split, we still end the season at four and two in the division. That's good enough to win it.
1: No argument for me. It's just that I just feel like the Jacksonville Jaguars can pull an upset out of out the hat. I don't know why they didn't beat the Giants this week, but we'll see. Now I'm going to go to this question right here. Will Lamar Jackson be in Baltimore next season? Nope. It's simple. Where do we have Lamar Jackson go? Miami. From? He goes home. He goes to
2: Florida. Um, it's simple. Two attack of our lower as good of a season as he had. Um, it's sad that he he had the tragic, you know, neck, back, you know, what I mean, concussion, you know, situation that he had. Um, things happen for a reason, though. Uh, I don't think two was a bad quarterback. Um, I don't think he's horrible. I should say that I don't think he's horrible. I think he's a guy that when you put the talent around him, he can get it done. I just don't think Tua is the guy for the Miami Dolphins. But when you add a a situation where you give a guy who has never had weapons in his entire career outside of Mark Andrews and a plethora of running backs and Lamar Jackson to a team like Miami, where you got Cheetah, you got the Penguin, you got uh, (laughs) Raheem Mostert, you got, I mean, you can rattle off the weapons that they got on that team and he have a defense on the other side that is as good as any in the league when they're playing and they're healthy. Um, you add that guy who can use his legs, who can get out of those situations that Tua can't get out of. Oh, uh, now, you, now you're now talking about a dangerous situation. You're talking about a team that can maybe run the AFC uh, East for the next six, seven, eight years um, as long as Lamar Jackson has those weapons and has those legs up under him. So um, I think he's in Miami, but I don't think he ends up in, in Baltimore next year. If they should have gave him the contract, if he was going to get the contract, he would have got it this offseason. He didn't. So it's it's no need to to really beat up beat a dead horse, I should say, and um and, and see see him getting a contract there in Baltimore. I think they're moving on from him. I think they're done. Um I think Lamar Jackson is done. I think he's fed up. I think he's
1: playing for that contract with another team next year. <laughs> Wait, so um <laughs> you're basically saying Mike McDaniel's saying, Two of you had a great season. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah, and we've, seen it hap- and we've seen it happen. We've seen this happen with, uh, with
2: guys around the league. Hey, man, you had a great season. But we got this guy who's a once in a generation guy, right? Like Lamar. Like, okay, um, dang, I'm trying to think. I can't even think of the guy. Will it might be? It might be a bad situation. But um, yeah, you know I mean, we we like I said, we've seen guys um, have good seasons and then end up on another team. Matthew Stafford didn't, wasn't a bad quarterback in Detroit by any means. He needed more weapons around him. He need, they needed to build a team around him. What did they do? They, the Rams saw a chance to get a generational guy with a generational arm in L.A., and they said, hmm, do we keep Jared Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl, right, who's had a good season, and, and try to win it with him, or do we put all our cards, like you said, push it to the middle of the table, all in, and go get a, a guy who's a generational arm talent, and get him to come here. And who gives us a better chance? I think Miami is looking at Lamar Jackson as a once-in-a-lifetime guy. Once-in-a-generation guy. You only see him happen every so often. Ryan, uh, uh, you know Randall Cunningham. You didn't see another Randall Cunningham for a long time until Michael Vick came around. And after Michael Vick, we ain't seen another Michael Vick until who? Lamar Jackson. So you're not going to see that guy again for maybe another 10, 15 years. I think you push your chips to the middle of the table and you go get him while they're getting as good and while you still got two young receivers out on the, on them boundaries that can run 4-2 and stretch defenses. Because one thing that I will say is Lamar Jackson takes advantage of when teams have to play back and you can't rush them and you can't have a spot up around the line. Oh, he can pick you apart when he has time to throw, but he can also pick you apart with his legs. And that's something that Miami ain't never had. They've never
1: had it. What will Lamar Jackson be? If he was in the San Francisco 49ers uniform,
2: I think he'd still be what he is now. I still Same. think he. Are you saying, like, would, do you think he'll be a Super Bowl, uh, a guy with a Super Bowl appearance up under his belt at least?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so i get get away for that. Now, raw thoughts right now. Um, giants or jets, they're playing good football. These two New York teams are for real, these two New York teams just had a good season, and we're just gonna call it what it is. Um,
2: okay, so in this one, I have two different categories I have you got regular season for real, and you got playoffs for real. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the giants are regular season for real. Why? Because, like you said, if it's not for the Titans, um not buckling down on, 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 defense and, and, you know, I mean playing back and playing prevent uh defense on a team that, you know, maybe go and maybe going and, you know, giving the ball up, giving good field position up uh, to the giants. We're not talking about the giants, maybe the same way, you know what I'm saying? We're not talking about the Titans the same way. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, there are a couple of mental, uh, you know, situations of mental gas uh, from opposing teams, away from maybe not being 6-1. Maybe we're talking about them as a, a, a dead-even team. You get what I'm saying? Like a 500 team. Maybe we're talking about them as a team that maybe needs to rattle off a win or get a win to establish themselves and get back on track. Um, but the Jets, on the other hand, man, the Jets are in a, a funny situation. They don't have a quarterback that you say is a all-pro, all pro-bowl quarterback. Zach Wilson is a, a second, third-year guy. Um, Joe Flacco was on this last, pretty much his last breath in the league. Um, Brees Hall just went down with an injury. So, you know, you, you got receivers, Elijah Moore wants out, but this team continuously finds ways to win games. Somehow they find a way to win games. I think they're playoffs for real. I think the Jets are playoffs for real. Like they are a team that if they get to the playoffs, they may be one of the scarier teams that you don't want to face. They may be a team that you don't want to see in your building because they are one of those teams that they're gonna to fight to the end. They play hard knows Robert Sala, who's a forty nineers, uh who's a forty nine ers uh defensive coordinator, when they went to the Super Bowl and they made them trips to the NFC championship game, he got them boys up there playing hard. So, uh the Giants, like you said, like, you know, with that NFC East, you know, schedule, they got the, the Eagles in that division, the Dallas Cowboys in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course the commanders ain't doing much, but Somebody got to fall by the wayside. Somebody has to fall by the wayside. Somebody got to lose. Um, and right now, it don't look like it's going to be the Eagles. And I think the Cowboys are just a little bit better than the Giants, uh, talent-wise. But I think the Jets right now, um, I think the Jets can get it done in that, that, AFC, uh, that AFC East division because the, the, the Dolphins aren't looking as formidable as they did to begin the year. The Patriots look like they, they're in games, but they can't finish them. Uh, And the Jets just seem to find a way to win games over and over and over again.
1: And with that being said, we're going to have, this is the last topic of the show. Because I agree with what you're saying right then about the Giants and the Jets. We call this the Raw Thought Minute, where you can find any sports topic you want to talk about only in a minute. And you can say, or whatever you want to say, in your Raw Thoughts form. So here we go. Raw Thoughts in a Minute begins now. Um, I'm just going to
2: put this out here, man. Uh, so they released a screenshot on uh, about the ESPN, like top four teams. A couple of, a couple of guys had the university of Tennessee, um, as the third overall team, like number three ranked team in the league uh, or in college football sports right now. One guy, one guy had them ranked as the number two. I think people need to start giving the university of Tennessee, them volunteer boys up there in the university of Tennessee, the, their respect, their due. Um, yeah, do they still have to play the number one team in, in college sports in Georgia? Of course they do. Uh, but right now they've run through the SEC. They just beat the team that everyone thought was going to go to the national championship and forced Nick Saban to say, I'm not coming back.
1: UT needs to give their respect. I don't tell you, I ain't saying, you saying, be- and I know I ain't been watching those sports. This is raw thoughts. I haven't watched none this week, <laughs> but enough. And you saying that Nick Saban say he's not coming back. Nick Saban has just announced his retirement. After this I, season. He's, he's Oh well, yeah. well, 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 well. Here we go. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, University. Boy. Yeah, so playoff University football, of Tennessee. Playoff college football just got interested. Go yeah, ahead. so
2: University of Tennessee needs to get their respect. At least have them ranked at number two. I'm not asking you to make him at number one. I'm not asking you to 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 call him the, the, the you know proverbial champ. Uh, or, or the favorite to win the national championship. But what I am saying is give them boys their respect. They've played great. Hendon Hooker, Hyatt, and all of them boys up there have played amazing football all year long. They deserve to get that respect. I know they've been bad for at least a decade and a half uh, up to this point, but this is their year. They need that respect. Walk off.
1: That, that is raw thoughts right there, and uh I don't know why they say he retires He may be retiring because of recru- the recruitment portal. Might he retirement. A- he the- retiring
2: because him them boys and recruits put a whooping on them boys. Oh, that, that's the <laughs> Oh,
1: that's what you say. I got that gotcha. I know it's a lot to go into there. All right, my raw thoughts right now, and I'm gonna hit a topic that's gonna be dear to your heart too. And it's going to be quick, short, and easy. Do I know every single stat, statistical stat? No, I do not. But I am a diehard fan myself. But I know some people are more diehard. Like, I'm a 49ers fan. I'm a dude basketball fan. But I know when it comes to certain sports and things like that, it's certain things that people like to joke and play whenever your team loses. They ain't know what teams you take to heart the most. And with that being said, last week it was the Lakers, and this and the Lakers are still doing the same thing. It's just a point Rob Polinka need to go – he assembled his team. LeBron James is at the point where LeBron James is the brand. LeBron James is the brand, so it's two segments. LeBron James is the brand, and whatever he says, no matter what we like it or not, whatever you're just gonna do. What he says because the revenue comes through LeBron. LeBron puts his people in the seats. Win a lose a draw, he puts people in the seats. So you can kind of listen to what he says when it comes to things. Now they were stuck in the situation where they put Westbrook on the books. Nobody's not gonna take Westbrook at that price. I think Westbrook will be a lot better elsewhere. I just really think he just is completely, completely exhausted with the Lakers at the at the moment. But he knows his contract money on line, so family got to be fed. So it is what it is. So honestly, the whole, they just need to start a rebuild, get some players, get all of them off the books completely. Even Rob Palinka find new GM because that right there is a whole fiasco. And I just don't see the Lakers coming out of the West. At all, might they make the playoffs if they do they could get it easily first round X unless some changes? A D always he won't fall away from being hurt. LeBron already said when lose a draw, he gonna find a way to play with his son. So, like, what's the point of even having these guys there other than tickets? LeBron is the business, the brand is gonna always find ways to be very lucrative. And whatever he does, what if he with not like as anybody else? No matter where he go at, he really controls his own destiny, whether if he decides to opt out or not, because he has enough to do things, but. The wrong thoughts here are what I said a while, but I put a post up yesterday on Facebook and I went back to July or June. Well, I said during that moment, Yankees do not let me down. Do not let me down. You I'm had this hot streak. This. And I said, <laughs> the baseball gods, please don't let the Yankees let me down. And what happened, no matter what, they did it again. And not only did they do it, they got swept. They were playing lights out the entire season, and something told me, Yankees don't get me hype. I'm already hyped enough about the 49ers. The 49ers are already got my blood pressure up. So I don't need another team driving me crazy. You know, and I felt like the Yankees almost did it. But luckily, I was pausing this. It seemed like I was already ready for this storm because the Yankees, You, my guys, are my raw thoughts. It doesn't make any sense. We have legacies. You've been playing flat out great, and then you wait till you get to the American League. um, I want to say, yeah, ALCS, Conference Series, and you stink it up. You don't even get now one win. (laughs) So that's my true disappointment. Regardless, I know Houston, other teams are good, but it seemed like in July and June, amazing things, records were broken, Mm -hmm. and what happens? The Yankees out of all this great season they had. Still, are sitting home in the Bronx. Go ahead, Courtland, my brother. Man,
2: so I'm. If uh, you know me, you know I'm a diehard Yankees fan to my heart. If I could get a tattoo on my directly on my heart, I would. Um, uh, but I'm gonna say this, man. It's it, it was Aaron Boone. Like I know people are like where well, Aaron Judge. Where was his bat? He did. He disappeared. I'm talking to you, big guard, uh, Tyree. Uh, <laughs> try to tag me in a group chat. Um. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it is. It's Aaron Boone. And I know a lot of people said, you know, oh, they need more pitching. That's, that's any team. Any team in the MLB needs pitching. A bullpen is a, is a great thing to have. But Aaron Boone, one thing, I play baseball. So baseball to me is, is about consistency and rhythm. If you can have those two things, you can overcome talent a lot of times. Aaron Hicks gets hurt in a closeout game against the Guardians. We lose him. He's a big part of our defense. He's a big part of, uh, of the batting rotation. Aaron Judge hits a slump. What does Aaron Boone do? He starts tinkering. He moves Aaron Judge back to the second spot instead of keeping him as your leadoff. It, those guys have a rhythm. They've been playing this the same rotation, the same, you know what I'm saying? Bullpen. And then you get Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole pitches two games in the series, which throws off your batting rotation, your pitching rotation. And then you get to a team that you need everything to go right against. The Houston Astros. They've had your, our number over, what, the last, what, six, seven years, they've had our number. ALCS against the Astros, you lose. ALCS against the Astros, you lose. ALCS against the Astros, you lose. And this year, it's like, this is our year. The Astros can't do nothing with us. We got them. We got their number. If everything goes right, we got their number. And you get there, and you're, the rhythm is off. You could tell the rhythm was off. The consistency was off. And we we're sitting at home and we sweat. So my thing is, is I agree with you, Ryan. Like they had my, I was talking all kinds of smack. Definitely when we was riding high, best team, best record in the MLB, uh, best home record, best away record, top five in pitching, top five in every batting category, leading leading in like six uh, six or seven batting categories. We was uh, number two in like four or five pitching categories. Oh, it was up there. I was like, don't talk to me. I don't know. I won't hear you. <laughs> my Yankees <laughs> Yankee hat was on. I was, I was feeling myself. You know what I'm saying? But you know, what I mean, when it gets like you said, when it gets to fall, fall baseball, playoff baseball, it seems like we always kind of get right there, and then the car is running fine, and then that Ferrari turns into a, a Honda Accord real quick, and we split out. And I think at this point, it, it, it's put all the chips in, go trade for some guys. Uh, I, I know I've heard rumors about the Yankees could be targeting. Of course, we got to get Aaron Judge back uh, or bring him back. But I've heard some 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 rumblings that Shohei Otani uh, could be on the radar right of the Yankees. And if that happens, hey, who knows what happened next year?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. With that being said, we're going to end off the Raw Talks <laughs> today. Courtland, plug yourself in. And we're about to end the show right here. Hey man, as y'all know,
2: uh, it's your boy Cortland Griffin. Man, from the halftime show. The, store, the show starts at halftime. Uh, you can catch me Wednesdays or Thursdays um, if you follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can you can catch it there on Facebook. If you friend me on Facebook, you can watch it on Facebook live. I'm working on getting on YouTube live. Uh, we'll see how that happens. But again, the halftime show with Corlin Griffin. Also, check out the three point conversion. That's the number three point conversion You can catch my articles on MLB, M- uh, NBA, NFL, WNBA, and all the all the sports over there. And also catch me on Twitter at DC um, over there, I'm always tweeting games, live tweeting games, giving my sports takes over there and talking to all the smack. Uh if you want to smoke hey, come holler at me, I'm willing to, to go there with you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's my plug, man. Uh, I appreciate Ryan for letting me come on the show. It's always good on Raw my sports.
1: Uh, man, it's always appreciated to have you on the show. And like I said, man, Raw my live on Wednesdays. It may change week to week, depending on the season. So during the fall season, maybe Wednesday. During the spring, it may be Fridays, whichever way it works out. We're going to have all guests, future fellow podcasters, fellow TV show people, athletes getting interviewed no matter the age, high school, professional, college, whatever you can think of, whatever you want on this show, feel free to go to rawmindsports.com, rawmindsports.com, leave your opinion, your suggestions, and not only that, you can also come to this page and message rawmindsports and let me know what you feel. Instagram, let me know what you feel wherever it is, man. Raw Mind Sports want to take all your raw—excuse me, take all your raw thoughts into consideration. All your raw thoughts truly matters to Mister Raw Thoughts himself, and Raw Thoughts is out.
0: Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.